and we wanted and we wanted to um <laughs> had a little bit of a technical difficulty there as we're a little closer we can hear you now yeah we can yeah they can hear us now but yeah and you guys are talking to it please stay this close so you want to move that closer you wanna... you there you go <laughs> All right. So right now in the background here, as we're at Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway, you can see the figure eight race right now. And oh, you'll know I'm watching Almost. it behind us. They're working Almost. on getting it on all the channels here. This just makes it great as you two were in it. But anyways, I'd like to welcome you all. Thanks for tuning in to the Racing at Rockford show. Like I said, we're at Windsor Pizza Parlor. We're live. There's a car show going on. Yeah, you can turn that one on too for us to watch. We just want to keep the sound down. Um, hope you enjoyed tonight's music brought to you by OGMC. That's Old Gray Music Company. Um, my guest here tonight is we're going to relive a famous moment to my immediate left. That's going to be the legendary Gary Jeske. Nice to see you here again, Gary. It's good nice to have to you, you on the show. And next to Gary Jeske, uh, the other guy he ran into was uh, Mikey Mahern. Yeah, Mikey. One of, one of those things I don't really want to relive again. <laughs> <laughs> pleasure, pleasure to have you both on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, going to take our first, uh, we're going to actually do a poll question of the show. Today's poll question is, just and just comment yes or no under comments. Um are you planning on attending the – oh, there's the wreck in the background. Oh, I just no. saw it. Oh, there it is. Okay, so back to my poll question. Are you planning on attending the Big 8 Late Model Series race at Milwaukee Mile on Sunday, August 29th? The Arkham Menard Series will also be on the racing the same day. So if you are, just comment yes. If you're not, comment no. That's fine. Um, now for our first uh, sponsor break of the evening, Jane's Cafe, located behind Cornelier Fireworks in Beloit, Wisconsin. Have either one of you guys ever been to Jane's Cafe before? I have. What, what did you have? Their biscuits and gravy is awesome. That's what I, I, yes. I My wife had uh, I, one of their skillets. Yeah. I think country skillet or some kind of country skillet, and it was she couldn't even finish it. <laughs> yeah, they. You you won't go away uh, hungry. That's oh, yeah. for sure. We ended Gary. up taking hers home. I fin I f of course finished mine. Sure, so. Gary. Yeah, I, I haven't been there quite yet. There. I want you to get closer to Oops, it. There you sorry. go. Um, go ahead. Not yet. I haven't. Uh, Dude, they have there. really good food. Yeah, they do. If if you get a chance, try the sassy Cassie. It's and and tell them racing at Rockford sent you too. All right, so. <laughs> Also, Jimmy A uh, will always be our sponsor. We lost Jimmy A earlier this year. Very tough thing. They did a nice uh, mention to Jimmy A during our pre-race ceremonies yesterday at the Rockford Speedway. Um, Magnus and Landscaping, if you need your yard cut. I know. I think you do a landscaping company, too. So I, I this is my sponsor. So well, no, I, yeah. I, I did. I don't, I don't anymore. Okay. Um, if you need if you if you need your yard fertilized, right now is a great time to put down grass seed. Give us a call, 815-315-7819. That's Magnuson Landscaping. And our last uh, sponsor as well is Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway and racing at Rockford. If you didn't know, if you didn't get a chance to come down to the Rockford Speedway yesterday to watch the 44th annual Spring Classic Windsor Pizza, in addition one. to have the pizzas, they now have... The Italian beef, and you can get it with just au jus for eight bucks, or with cheddar cheese for nine bucks. I highly recommend the with cheddar cheese. Have, have you either one? Did, have you guys had the the, the Italian beef here no, before? But I, no, but I plan on it. Yeah, I don't know. What, are you planning? On this it? is this is my first time here, so I, I I hear it's pretty good. 
I'll have to try it. I need Me some too. of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's our sponsors. That's our show format. I've got some news for you here. We just we just finished watching the Icebreaker 100. They had it live here at Windsor Pizza. There's still some race cars out in the lot. I know Greg Magnuson's car is out here. If you want to come down and see it and get some pictures and meet this famous guy, he's here right now. Ashley Matz's race car is still here. She's still here as well. Ashley, uh, Greg, who else is out there? Whose car is still out there? That's it. Okay, the other one's left. David Russell was Party here earlier. Poopers. We had, what's that? Party poopers. Yeah. <laughs> so... Anyways, so we watched the icebreaker results, and I'm going to give you the top five plus how our local guys did. So the winner of today's icebreaker uh, 100 up at Dell's Raceway Park, Luke Fenhas, he made a statement. I mean, once he got in the lead, it seemed like nobody was going to catch him. Um, second place, John DeAngelis, who has raced at Rockford before. He took second. Jordan DeVoy got third. Dan Fredrickson in the 36 car. He got fourth. And Casey Johnson, who's been to Rockford many times and has won short track, he took fifth. Now our local guys, Michael Bilderback, took 14th place. Max Kaler took 16th place. And Austin Nason took 20th place. So that was pretty cool how that happened that way. But before we get into... Uh, let me find my paper here. Jimmy, I think you actually have the paper I need. <laughs> there we go. So, I want to let you know what's going on here, what's coming up at the Rockford Speedway, and then we're going to recap the Spring Classic event. So, track news, what's going on right now is um, practice is scheduled next Saturday from noon until 3 p.m. on April 24th. The week after that, on Saturday, May 1st, we'll have our WXRX Ironman 250-lap four-cylinder enduro. Have either one of you ever done a four-cylinder enduro before? Yes. I've done the six-cylinder last year. What, what was it? What's it? Okay, what's it like doing the six-cylinder enduro? It was actually pretty fun, but, like, I think I almost got hit by Tyler Vincitech when he flipped. I had Doug Knights. I uh, rented Doug Nightswanger's Taurus. Oh, yes, the 197 car. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. What about doing, you, Gary? I've been doing the four-cylinder enduro since the Goblin of 2017. What's it like racing an enduro versus racing uh, a Bandit? It's it's a lot Survival. slower, more cars. Yeah, you got to pay closer attention at that point. How could someone practice in that? Like go to rush hour traffic in Chicago, or what do you think? Chicago, Milwaukee, or just it, it prepares you. Okay, time. okay. Or or but rush my, hour, right? Rush it has hour. to be rush hour? Rush in my hour. opinion, I would say if you've never raced at Rockford and you're planning on doing the enduro, come and practice. Okay. All right. That would be a good if, way to get if, used to the track if itself. You, if, you, if you've never done it and you don't have a chance to practice, come to the WRX or the midseason. There's less cars. Everybody waits till the Goblin. Oh, yeah. because it's the last race of the year. It's the biggest. Okay, so yeah. the best, yeah. So this first one should be a good one. If you're somebody's interested in racing, this would be a good one to come to May 1st. Yes. Okay, all right. I actually have a car that's going to be in that. Okay. I, I'm not racing. A buddy of mine's racing one of the cars. Who's racing one. that car? Uh, Drew Collins. Drew Collins. Okay, so what number will he be, do you know? I think 16. Okay, so and he's going to be in the six-cylinder or four-cylinder? Four-cylinder. Say That's right, because they're only a doing a four-cylinder. I bought a Saturn. So. Saturn. Has a Saturn ever? Yeah, they have actually won one of those things yeah. before. That's right. Okay, following the WXRX Ironman Enduro, on Saturday, May 8th, will be our 
74th season opener featuring the Stanley Steamer Late Models, Bargain Hunter Sportsman, Miller Lite American Short Trackers, Kickstart Roadrunners, and the Bandit Series. Now we're going to recap the 44th Spring Classic. If you did not watch it and you weren't there, you missed one hell of a show, and I mean that. The weather couldn't have been better. It was perfect. Well, you guys, I know, Mike, you were there. Gary, you weren't, correct? I made it, okay. actually, when the features started. So I didn't get to see the heat races that yeah. led up to the features, but even though I made it to the features, okay. it still was an awesome show. All right. Well, so I did some typing this morning. I want to tell you the Mid-American Series only had one. They only, they, they had, you know, they had one hell of a feature. We, we didn't have a lot of cars come for the Mid-American Series, but the show they put on was, I would say, that was the best Mid-American feature I've ever seen. Now, I know last year at Short Track, it was good, but the race really came down to Josh Nelms and uh, Ron Vandermeer Jr., and the two of them, I mean, they battled it out side-by-side side for like 12 laps. I think with about two or one lap to go, smoke started to develop from Josh Nelms's car, and it got worse and worse, and I think it slowed him down. I don't remember if he said it was a brake that was going out or a tire, but something was going on, and it definitely helped Ron Vandermeer to seal the deal and go ahead and get that win for the uh, 44th Spring Classic for the Mid-American Series. Um, the top three uh, finishers were in third, Cody Club, in second, Josh Nelms, and Ron Vandermeer Jr. was your winner. Uh, their times for qualifying, Ron Vandermeer, had the fastest time of the day with a 14.165, Josh Nelms a 14.187, and Cody Club a 14.366. I mean, Josh Nelms and Ron Vandermeer, two hundredths of a second apart. I mean, that's that's pretty fast. Yeah. You know, that's close. So those guys, we were in for a big show for that. But that was about the best thing I could tell you with the Mid-American Series. Um, the Big 8 Late Model Series highlights, we had two practice sessions. In session one, Nick Egan had the quick time with a 13.802. And in practice session two, Driver X John Reynolds Jr. had quick time with a 13.739. Our top five qualifiers during qualifying. Fifth quick was Jeff Holtz with a 13.777. Mike Byer had fourth quick with a 13.773. Third quick, Driver X, John Reynolds Jr. with a 13.738. Nick Egan, second quick, with a 13.706. And our fast timer, Dale Nottestead, with a 13.677. So Did he end up winning that? Well, we're going to get into that. We'll, we'll find out here. We'll, we're going to find out. The Big 8 Late Model Series had three heat races as 22 cars showed up to race. Uh, heat one, the top three were Austin Nason, who was driving the 0-2 car. Uh, he took first, or excuse me, he took third. Second place went to Josh Thering, who was in a throwback paint style of his grandpa's old car. Had never raced in a late model before. He took second. And a guy I've never seen before, I guess he's from Jefferson Speedway, Will Reese. He really made a statement his first time ever at the Rockford Speedway. He won that first, that first heat race. Uh, second heat race, uh, our top three, Little Sarge, Randy Sargent, took third place. Second place, the 14 of Grant Brown out of Prior Lake, Minnesota. He came the farthest. That's, I mean, he had like a, I think he said a five and a half or six hour drive wow. to getting down here. And then the winner of that race was the Meteor, Mike Lloyd. You guys know how long Mike Lloyd's been racing at the Speedway? Quite a while. Yeah, it's 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 been. It, um, he's in my 1985 souvenir program. That's oh, all wow. I'll say. <laughs> that's, 
that, that's, that's a long time. time. Yes. And our third and final Heat 3 top three. In third place, the 99 of Tom, Bar- Tom Barron's out of Slinger, Wisconsin. Second place to went to J- uh, Jake Van Oski. He had orange, blue, and a hot pink number 84. The rims were hot pink. I've never seen hot pink rims, and they were shiny. It looked pretty cool. Um, and then the winner of the heat race was the fast qualifier, Dale Nottestead from Cambridge, Wisconsin. So it came feature time. 21 of the 22 cars made the show. Mike Byer had an issue during uh, his heat race, never was able to get back out for the feature, which was very unfortunate. But to have 21 cars start that race, it was 88 laps. Um, the feature would plan to take a competition caution break around lap 44 and have the cars take a 10-minute pit break in the middle of the racetrack as their pit crew members came out onto the track to work on the cars and that allowed all the fans to watch that happen, which is lots of fun to see. You were there, Mikey. Oh, yeah. What did you think about that scene? That, that was pretty cool. I, I actually liked how they came out onto the track. Like I, I remember at one time when the super, either it was the super late models or the big eights, but they actually had like their pit stalls were in the X. Like they had different pit stalls mm-hmm. instead of having them come out on the track. Like at a certain lap event, they throw the caution and. Um, they would go into the X, and that's where they do their pit stop. And and some of the drivers like it, and some don't. Because during the break, I was contemplating on going down there and talking to the drivers. I'm sitting in the booth, and, yeah, they got 10 minutes. Hey, I got time. So I went running down the, the stairs and went out there and tried to talk to the top half guys just to see how the cars were going. Some of them wouldn't talk to me. They were too busy working on their car. Um, you know, Dale Nada said I got to talk to him. He was leading at the time. He said that he hates these breaks. <laughs> That's what he said. But but other guys, you know, they, they enjoyed the break. They were, they were happy to have it. Um, after that there, uh, with the 10-minute break there, let me go back to where I was at. So, so we started the race, and on the first lap, Mike Lloyd, who started – I think it was outside row one, lost control in turn two, spinning out in front of everybody. And you guys know what happens if the if there's 21 cars and the guy in the front row spins out. Oh, it usually means well. disaster, right? Yep, yes. Well, we saw some guys do some amazing wheeling out there because not one person was collected in that spin out. Not one driver. I mean, everybody's able to slow down, get around them. And Mike Lloyd was fine. He was able to get right back in place because they hadn't completed a lap. They continued on where they were at. So that was really good. Um, the first 22 laps were problem-free as Josh Thering, Mike Lloyd, and Willie Nelson battled for the lead. After the caution... Um, after the 44-lap caution, as the race went on, the fast qualifiers who started in rows 7 and 8 were moving through the field. Right around the break time, Driver X had a wheel vibration issue that prevented him from moving up a little bit quicker. But the crew did work on it during the break. After the 10-minute break at lap 45, everyone had made adjustments. Some of, For some, the adjustments worked. For others, they didn't. The last 25 laps or so of the race saw Dale Nottestead try to pull away from Nick Egan. But they started to run into some serious lap track. I think the lap traffic. I think there were about eight cars on the lead lap, and that was it when that when that race was over because towards the end of that race, the last 20 laps, they really started putting the laps down. Um, Nick Egan was trying to reel in Dale Nottestead, and Driver X John Rolls Jr. was trying to reel in Nick Egan, and you were just – I know Nick Egan – 
and Driver X wanted a caution. I know they did. Oh, yeah. Dale Madison didn't, but the other two did. <laughs> um, that, I, I've noticed that's like every leader's nightmare is if they're leading, they don't want a caution to happen. Yes. Um, so no one was able to catch Dale Nottestead as Dale Nottestead was able to win the 44th Annual Spring Classic. 18 cars finished the race. We only lost three. So that was really good. We had 18 cars on that race that stayed out there. Um, and I, I'll give you the top five that finished in fifth place. Mike Lloyd took fifth. Tom Barons took fourth. Driver X John Reynolds took third. Nick Egan took second, and our winner was Dale Mattestead. Now, enough with all that. Now let's get into the fun stuff. So, <laughs> trailer race in the background. We're not interviewing anybody from a trailer race. No. So, guys, I'm glad you came on the show. Um, I was there that night. And a lot of other people were, but a lot, a lot of people weren't. And they, you know, don't know what it's like to see a wreck in the figure eight because more times than not, there isn't a wreck in the figure eight. No. And today, as you see the videos on the screens here at Windsor Pizza Parlor, we're going to relive that moment. So first, before we relive the story... What are both of your racing plans for the 2021 season? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's he just talked. Don't worry about him. He likes to interrupt my show. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're planning on getting out there, doing it again. Really? Yep. Okay, what division? Bandits. You're going to run Bandits again? Yep. Doing Bandits all over again. Okay. Uh, what's your number going to be this year, Gary? Still, still number 19. 19? Uh, Why 19? It's the year I, uh, year I started Saturday nights. 2019? Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, what, are, is, what color is the car going to be this year? Uh, it's still going to be red, white, and blue. Just a different configuration. I was thinking about doing a throwback to the 80s somehow, but you'll have to wait and see on that one. Okay. Have you, any, have you ever raced any other divisions besides Bandits? Nope. Why uh, did you pick Bandits? Um, well. Why not Sixers? Why not Roadrunners? Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Doing the Enduros, I had a car ready for the two, Goblin 2018. Got to the track, clutch went out. Oh. Uh, did some wheeling and dealing. Had a cage sitting there, had a seat sitting there. So a guy said, well, it's a solid car. Make it a bandit. So I chopped the top off, dropped the cage into it, and I was out there when the green flag dropped. Okay. Come 19. And so your first year ever racing was 2019. Yep. Oh, you're a youngin. <laughs> yeah. A little, 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 little late, a little late, but yeah, I'm getting there. What What made you decide to want to race? <laughs> watching watch a NASCAR when I was a kid. Always wondered what it was what it was like. And who's your favorite driver? The King, Richard Petty. Richard Richard Petty, huh? Yep. Okay. Yep. He was All right. he was the King. Okay. King King always holds the title. There you go. <laughs> well, what's going on with your hand there, Gary? Oh, I was changing a tire at that work. That was not me. Yeah, I that promise. that was not Mike this time. <laughs> Okay. Uh, changing the tire in the tire machine uh, caught and jerked my wrist out of joint. Ouch. So hopefully, depending on what the doctor says, I might take the green flag. I'm hoping for it. 
but we got to wait and see. Yeah, you guys are on opening night, the Bandit Series. Yep. Okay. Mikey Mahern. Yes. What are your What are your racing plans for the 2021 season? Are you returning to the the Bandits? I mean, you no. you had a rough year last year in Bandits. It, a it rough wasn't good. Years. A rough yeah, yeah. Years. It's been you had what was the first two years ago when I started announcing? I had what a, kind of car was it? I a Honda a Honda Civic Hatchback. Okay, yeah. And it seemed like almost every didn't night. you get the on the hook award that no, year too? I didn't get nothing. What? Year. No, this, this past wow. year I, I was I was kind of hoping that I I got the award that I was really wanting which was the hard luck award which i thought i was gonna get last year yeah but that really wasn't the case okay so this year i was thank to the uh thanks to the, the um fans choice awards i was able to get that one okay so all right and what are your plans this year then um well we're not going to be running bandits this year we You're actually not. uh thanks to my wife we actually decided that we were going to move up we're going to be running the uh miller light american short track really Yep. Oh wow! And, and I see you've you've got a, a hat and a, yep. a shirt here. You're, you're not running zero three. No, we're, we decided to flip the number around to see if it would kind of bring us a little more better luck this year. Okay. So I mean, it wasn't really a big change. We decided that uh, I, I new division. I wanted a fresh start. Wanted something different. So instead of uh, changing the number to a different number, we just flipped it around. Okay. So. Well, Tammy Mahern's checking in, saying hi, guys. Hi, I think mom. you know her, don't you? Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's my mom. <laughs> okay. She, she's a big part of one of the reasons why I, I'm able to do what I'm I, I do, which okay. is race. How, how long have you been involved in doing this uh, now, I, Mike? I started racing. My first race was in 2011. It was the last uh, Wednesday race, and it actually got rained out. So, 2000. No, it was 2000. 12 yeah 2012 the last wednesday race and it got rained out so my f- official first race was short track of 2012 but my first original season wait wait it- you you jumped in the car during short track yes wow okay yeah, that was that was my first full race was short track of 2012 um my first full season was in 2013 and i actually the car even though i had to sell it towards the middle of the season but the car managed to help a buddy of mine win a championship. Who is that? David Pouch Jr. He won. <laughs> well, see, what the, the thing about it is, is we, I was having issues with the car, and I couldn't figure out is, why. Isn't he here right now? Yeah, he's sitting to my left. Okay, yeah, he's right and, over there. And, okay, and he, all right. About this is he always brags about it, about how he's got the trophy and how he's got the jacket. And I'm like, you know, if it wasn't for my car, you wouldn't have this technically. Yeah. But if it wasn't for my car acting up, we would have never figured out you know what was wrong with it okay so he's like well i'll make a deal with you let me do all the challenges and i can guarantee you because we ended up winning the first challenge race that year mm-hmm. and just because our car was quick to be slow to stop so he's like uh let me do all the challenges and i can guarantee you since we're points leader we'll win a championship this year sure enough even though i had to certain circumstances had need to sell the car he ended up winning bandit challenge championship oh very nice so I was really proud. Like I was like a little kid at a candy store when I my car won. Even though it wasn't me, I was so tickled pink. It just gave you confidence oh, yeah. that you oh, knew yeah. you had a good car oh, then, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, like I said, we ended up having to sell it. In 2014, I stuck with Bandits. Uh, 2015, we ended up experimenting with Roadrunners a little bit. Make sure you look every up oh. there every once in a while too. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. I know we get into the. <laughs> yeah. I have to do it as um, well. Yeah. 2015, we did uh, Roadrunners. 16, we uh, 
did a couple races that year. Uh, only reason being is because we had another kid, which is yeah. Bailey. Um, 17, we did uh, Bandits again. Uh, 18, I didn't race at all. And then I came back in 2019 with the Civic. If, if you don't mind me asking, now that you mentioned this about kids, you had a special sticker done. Yep. Um, was last year or the year before? Uh, it started out in 2019. What, what was it, what was that all about? Tell was, everybody uh, what was okay, going so on the, there. The sticker, uh, it's a funny story, actually. It's part of the reason why Justin Tyler's car was painted orange is because okay. it's my youngest's favorite color. And are, this, are you the guy about the Bam Bam thing? Yeah, is that the ra- you? The racing for Bam Bam is, is me, okay. it's, and it's based off of I, I race for my daughter who has epilepsy. Okay. My, my youngest daughter, whose nickname is Bam Bam, mm-hmm. uh, she, we found out. In June of 2019 that she had uh, epilepsy. So a friend of mine made up some, we found out what color epilepsy sticker was, and we found out, you know, the ribbon and stuff. And she made uh, ribbons, and we actually gave them away to anybody that would be willing to represent my daughter on their race car. I still have my sticker, by the way. So yes. speaking of that, so the next year I got a hold of Charlie and we kind of updated Char- Charlie the, who Frisch okay from Ultimate yeah, make sure Gra- everybody yeah, knows yeah, Char- yep. Charlie Frisch from Ultimate Graphics and Design okay we had him kind of do a little update on the sticker and we kind of had better stickers last year and I'm gonna get a hold of him again this year same design uh, as last year and do more uh, racing for Bam Bam stickers but uh, so last year Justin Tyler he just adores my daughter and. That was the whole reason why it said Bam Bam on his windshield is he was not only racing for his child but racing for my daughter and painted his yeah. whole car uh, orange because that was Bailey's favorite. I, I remember he had a real emotional win one night, yeah. and I know came down to championship. It didn't, go, it didn't work out the way he had hoped we it would have. We were still proud of him, though. Yeah. You know, sure. ba- Bailey was very proud of him. He, every time like we t- mentioned Justin, oh, that's my buddy, you know, so <laughs> – yeah. It was pretty cool to see most of the drivers that we were able to give out stickers to represent my daughter. All right. This is another one I thought of, too. This, this will go for you here, Gary. Okay. Um, you've been quiet for a little bit here. So what's your favorite thing about racing? I mean, I know for me, at the end of the night, when, when your car's in the pits and all these fans come in there and they want to meet you and they want your autograph, I mean, that's, that's really humbling. To me, that was my favorite part. It doesn't matter if if you stay close first. to it though. Oh, sorry, it doesn't matter if you finish first, finish last, middle of the pack. Fans always want your autograph. Yeah, so. isn't isn't it like a special feeling? Like like I'm a truck driver. I mean, it's like I'm just a truck driver. I was so humbled, you know, to have that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've signed hats, coats, shirts. Yeah, you, know, you name it. So. Uh, real quick, uh, let's see. Let me read what the name is here. Paulka Karen here checking in. Aunt Karen here rooting for Mikey this year. Bring it, boy. So there you go, Mikey. You got a fan there. Another one. Um, what about you? Same thing. Like, I could have, like, the worst night ever. And just to be able to make some kids smile or give them a souvenir off the car, if, like, the car's been wrecked saying, hey, you know, here you go, to sign uh-huh. it. It's, like, the ultimate feeling because in their eyes, you're a superhero. You know, yeah. like you could have a really bad night. But we we all remember when we were oh, their yeah, age. Yes. Yeah. And we wanted to go, you oh, know, yeah. and they were our heroes. Well, you got to remember, too, today's kids are tomorrow's drivers. That's right. Yep. So. That's what we have in the HSRA, you know. Yeah. When, when you guys were young, who were your favorite drivers at the Speedway? Mine, actually. Was I'd Jeff th- Watson your favorite? 
Yes, he was one of them. Okay, all right, uh, all right. He was okay. one of them. All right. Well, uh, who had, else? Uh, my dad actually was a big part of why I got into racing. And what did he do? Uh, he raced Roadrunners for a okay. couple years, but now he does all the trailer races and stuff. So. Yeah. What about you, Gary? I actually, up until 2017, I'd never been to Rockford Speedway. So, okay. So, honestly, Speedway. What, what track would you go to? Uh, as a kid, my dad took me up to, uh, well, actually, it was Oregon Speedway at that time before MIS. Sure. Who was your, um, who was your uh, hero? Um, actually, I was too young to even really pay attention to the cars. <laughs> I remember being there. Okay. Um, All right, fair to, enough. I went to, went to Jefferson quite, quite a bit. and uh, Okay. Uh, you know, lots of Chevys, lots of Fords. Uh, uh, Chris Matz, I think he was a big Mopar guy. I'm a big Mopar guy, so I okay. watched him a little bit. And- I just got a Mopar recently. I'm I'm, I'm feeling the Mopar thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. And this is for both of you here. We'll start with you, Mikey. Any people or sponsors you want to thank before we get going with reliving the moment? Uh. Yeah. Um. So first off, I want to thank uh, my wife, my kids for allowing me to do what I do. Yes. Um. You can't do it without the no. support of your wife and my kids. My wife, my kids are my biggest supporters. It was like I said, it was actually my wife's idea for me to move up. I was actually just gonna walk away from everything, and she was like, "Why don't we just? Why don't you just move up?" So uh, I want to thank them. I want to thank my team, which is Outcast Motorsports, Dan Sanders, Shelly Perello, Jay Gusk, um, everybody from Outcast. Now he um, had that '67 Ford yeah. or '67 Pontiac, Pontiac yep. Tempest. No, Are we going to see GTO? that car again? Um, it's possible. It's possible. Okay. I'm not 100% sure because I can't speak for him, but sure. it's, it's very possible. You never say never. Um, I definitely want to thank uh, my buddy David Pouch Jr. for selling me his short tracker. Okay. Uh, his short tracker is the one that I bought. I want to thank him. Um, <laughs> uh, him for actually helping me build the car, teaching me things that I thought I knew about the car, but I didn't. Okay. Um. My sponsors, which is uh, MEM Photography, uh, Hendrix or Hinder Rock Construction, mm-hmm. uh, Racing at Rockford is pretty much all I have really right now yeah. for uh, <laughs> sponsors. But and then <laughs> and then just basically, I want to thank everybody that's that's pretty much been there for me before and after the wreck happened. You know, just to ask me if I was okay and if I needed anything. Well, we're going to talk about all that. Gary, what about you? Any any other people or sponsors you want to thank? Well, for one, I'd like to thank my family for giving me such Stay a reason. Stay close re- to it. There you go. Thank my family for giving me such a reason to be in the garage all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeremy Watson for being there in my pits. Uh, you mean see, you mean the son of of the Iceman Jeff well, Watson? I'm I'm, I'm 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 getting to that the, the, the son of the Iceman. Oh, oh okay, okay, all right. Uh, Steven Erickson, uh, pretty boy, for actually introducing me to the whole thing. Yeah. Yep, Jeff's brother. And if it wasn't for the the one and only Iceman Jeff Watson, uh, let me. Uh, build my first enduro car in his shop i wouldn't be doing any of this well if it wasn't for the ice man i never would have got my yeah. car back together either so i so. we we can agree with you there yeah, yeah. i don't think they can hear you with the mic you got to be close oh, to it sorry. no not, not you our our, our our guy who likes to get into our show here so he's going to be a guest eventually yeah and we'll leave it like that all right now on to the figure eight. Oh yeah it was a saturday night oh, yes under the lights at the Rockford Speedway. You no, know, my daughter ended up winning a bike that night. I think it was a full moon. What what night, night was it? Now it was, it was during the kid that kids bike giveaway. The kids bike giveaway kids night. Bike giveaway. What, yeah. Was it in August? Yeah, August August twenty second. Okay, maybe some of you, if you remember exactly, 
uh, what what Saturday night it was, you can chime in here and text us below and let us know. Anyways, now on to the story. It was a Saturday night, and I have never seen either one of you race in a figure eight in the 2020 season. What made you both decide to do it that night, Gary? Spur of the moment. Just Did they ask you to race? No, I just decided... This is what Stay I'm closer gonna, to it. Sorry. There you go. Uh, this, is, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there and see what happens. And, well, the rest is kind of history at that point. Okay. All right. Mikey, uh, um, what made you decide to race that night in the figure eight? Actually, the same thing. I was, I was, we did our feature, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to shock some people. I said I wasn't going to do the figure eight, and I was screw it. We're, we're going to go out there and test our luck and see what happens. And, Obviously, the outcome wasn't as what I thought it would be, but, I mean, either way, we still managed to walk away from it. Hey, we, we got famous. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, There you go. Okay, both of you had been racing in the Bandit races that night. How did you do in your heat races and the feature? Do you guys remember, Gary? Uh, things from previous to that night are, were still kind of fuzzy. I mean, even, even today, I'm still trying to piece things together. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I believe I finished on the lead lap. Uh, my car wasn't the fastest, but. You've raced against some pretty tough people in that division, both of you have. Yes. Yeah. Cody Armato had a great car last year, oh, yeah. and nice-looking Dick Trickle throwback there with the Purple yeah, Knight. Yeah, Cody was kind of helping uh, coach me through uh, short track. Oh, good. Very good. Uh, helping the tire pressures and whatnot. We pitted right next to him, so good, really good guy. Okay. What about you, Mikey? Uh, same same thing. I, I don't really recall where I finished at in the heat or the feature. I mean, I just... I, now, Mike, I, I, I got I to interrupt you for a minute, Mikey. The figure eight is on again as you are about to find out. Oh, Look, no. there's Jeremy Watson, yep. Charlie Shark. Okay, there's the smoker. There's, yep. Who is it, Nick Schneider Nick, smoking? Yeah, Nick, Nick Schneider. Schneider was... So Nick Schneider part. was bringing the smoke on. Well, it wasn't okay. just him because eventually uh, Charles Shark started smoking too. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to get to that question there. Okay, so... How did you do in the feature, Mike? Um, I'm not 100% sure how I did I just I, or where I finished. I know I did finish the feature event. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure if I, we were having some kind of issues with the car or what, but I know we did manage to finish that night. Good. I'm, I'm watching this here. You guys are getting closer oh, here. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> As you came onto the track for the figure eight, what were your expectations in that race? Gary. For one, not to be lapped. Not to get lapped. Not to get lapped. Okay. Hang on, it's getting close. I'm listening to you, Gary, but I'm watching too. Go ahead. (laughs) We're supposed to be doing a show here. (laughs) Yeah, during during a lot of features, uh, the car just got lapped. It'd fall on its face, and it actually held up pretty good. Now, now let's watch this here because you're about to crash, and let me know what you think right when you crash. Let's see. Oh. Oh. Ouch. Do you feel that still to this day? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, wake, right. I wake up and my teeth hurt. <laughs> okay. All right. So, as you I, came out of the track for the figure eight, Gary, what were your expectations? To not get lapped, you to said. Not, to not get lapped and just, just have a good time with it, see how I did. Okay. For first time, you know, in two seasons, it just, it's the right, well, I can't say it's the right time, but. Okay. Mikey, what about you? What were your expectations going to this figure eight race? To take my car home at the end of the night in one piece 
and not lose a shoe. That's a good uh, expectation. Not lose a shoe, not break your teeth, not hold that thought. Not lose okay, my right. glasses. Hold that thought. As the race got going, everyone had noticed one of the cars began smoking. As we just saw, it was Nick Schneider. As it was racing around, but it wasn't bad enough to get the black flag. Did the two of you start to notice the smoke? Yes. Oh, yeah. Was it was it hard to see on the track with the smoke with the with the car smoking? For me personally, as the laps progressed, it started getting a little difficult to see because um, obviously for me, anyways, because the leaders were ahead of me. So when I came out of the the turn, it was I thought I had enough clearance to get past, but it like I said, with between the dust and the smoke, it was really kind of hard to tell. Yes. Okay. Very, very difficult to see through Stay, the dust. If you want, move that closer to you. There yeah. you go. Through through the dust, I can I can agree. Through the dust and the smoke, it by what is it lap three, lap four, it happened. Yeah, it was really hard to see across the track. Yeah, it was a shortened figure eight, if I yeah. remember right. Oh yeah. Now, take us through the rest of the race. Let's hear both your sides of the story. Let's start with you, Mikey. All right, so, so the smoke's starting to so, get thicker. Yeah, so, so the smoke started to get thicker. Obviously, I slowed down because, again, one of those scenarios where I didn't think my car was Just quick as enough. the race was yeah, going as, on? As you the just... race was going, I, I knew that my car wasn't quick enough to keep up with the pack, so I slowed down initially to avoid a crash between me and Charles. Um, so as I did that, the first set of cars that passed, there was a gap between Charles and Gary. And I thought I had enough clearance between that to be able to make it past every time. Like when you were going around the turn, yeah, were, a, you, were you looking across yes, the track to yes, see if yes. somebody this, else this was? Time, this time I was. Okay. The, the first time I, was, I did it, I really didn't. And that was in 2019, and I got some great advice from a great person. Um, but so this time uh, I watched coming out of two where Gary was at. And I thought I had enough time to get past the X before he, you know, entered the X itself. Uh-huh. But apparently, mine's, my mind was thinking that, that that's what I had, had for timing-wise. Apparently, the cars decided to think differently. When you entered the X, did you see Gary when you were coming into it? No. You no, didn't, I did not. Because of the the smoke and the dust prevented okay. me from. So therefore, that's why you didn't lift or try to no. speed up because you on, didn't on, see him yeah, at all. On, honestly, I, I'm pretty sure I did not lift. Okay, to be honest with you. Okay, Mikey, you want to add anything else to that before the wreck? I'm just, I'm just before the wreck. Right before the wreck, what else was going on? Nothing really. I was just, okay. I thought I had, like I said, I thought I had enough time to get through the X that me and Gary had enough clearance with each other to where, I mean, obviously I knew I was going to finish last, but to, to just finish was what I was going after. Okay. I had a question. Kevin Nicewanger asked me, do I know where Michael Hager finished in the icebreaker? I don't. We saw it earlier. I think he was around, what was it? Okay, I got it here for you, Michael Hager. It was uh, 13th place. Oh, it's Dougie, not Kevin Nicewanger. So Dougie Nicewanger is asking. He's changed his uh, flight. What's that now? Yeah, Dougie, you should be working on your race car. Everybody in Windsor tells me to tell you that. All right, so, okay, so you went into the X, 
and there was Gary Jeske. So, like, the only thing I remember at Mark. <laughs> oh, Mark. Um, the only thing I remember is actually going through the X. And then I heard the initial hit, and after it was done, I just remember asking myself, where is my windshield? Did, did you black out? or I, I don't know. I don't know if I blacked out. I, all I know is that I felt it. Didn't know exactly what happened, and I asked myself, where is my windshield and where is my glasses? Because my glasses ended up flying off. Um, I ended up breaking some teeth. You had a full helmet. Yeah, I had a full helmet. And your glasses flew off. Yeah. They left your helmet? Yeah, they literally came out of my helmet and fell into the passenger side. Oh, my. Okay. So um, I uh, was asking that, and then I couldn't get my foot was – my left foot was lodged under the clutch pedal and and the – plate that they had on the floorboard okay because when he hit me everything shifted to the left so having that being said like i was the only thing that was freaking me out was not being able to get my foot unlodged from the clutch pedal okay so and then what happened (laughs) then i got out of the car missing a shoe and you and you broke teeth yes yeah i broke teeth oh wow i got injured a little bit and and then the medical staff came over and tended to you. Yes, yes. Okay, and then they they took you off the track, correct? Yep, yep. Was was the car totaled that night? Oh, yes. Okay, uh, all right. Beyond, beyond okay. repair. All right, okay. Beyond repair. Beyond repair. By, both of our cars right. were gone. <laughs> Before I, had, I ask well, you. Well, actually, I had a lot of people say, oh, you could just bend that back out. It was like, dude, if you literally no, looked no. close at that car, there's no possible well, way I, of fixing that, it. That front tire was pushed in about that far. Yeah. I, I got to see your car. And I got to see you, and I got to see you, but I don't think I got to see your car. But we're going to – it's your turn next. So, Gary, the question goes to you. Now take us through the rest of the race. Let's hear your side of the story, Gary. Like, you're coming in, you know, you're you're coming around. Are you looking across the track to see if somebody's getting ready to enter? Take us from there. Yes, that's a, that's the one thing I was told is when you when you come around a corner. Stay close to this though. When uh, I was entering the X, and they said always look over to your left, make sure there's nobody coming. Uh, I came out of turn three, and mm-hmm. the back tire dropped off the corner of the blacktop a little bit. So you got in the grass. A got little. got in the grass a little bit. Okay. Uh, from my point of view, I was closer to the bricks where the ambulance is. Okay. By the time I got the car straightened out. Well, from that point, I looked over. That's when I saw Mike coming out of turn two. So, okay, well, I'm here. He's there, and must have been a you know rookie mistake. You know, you call it. So what you know, call, you call, didn't you didn't lift. You did You you were still flooring. No, he it there, was going he was through. over there. I was up here. To me, I looked like I was closer to the X, uh-huh. and put the gas pedal down, and I turned my head to go through the X just in time to watch my hood buckle. And. What happened <laughs> when your hood back buckled? I mean, did you hear a loud noise? Did you get thrown out? I mean, you know, you have, you have a five-point safety harness. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how good is the safety equipment in your car? My belts were, they were brand new. You're only one season on them. Okay. I hit so hard, I actually had triangular bruises right Stay here. Stay by, by the mic. I had, I had bruises right here because I tightened my belts up before. Every time I pull on the track, yep. I tightened my I belts up. I did the up. same. <laughs> Mikey, um, how old were your belts in your car? They were actually brand new. I actually, to kind of match the whole purple thing, I bought a purple window net and purple belts. So they okay. were all brand new for from last oh, okay. year. Okay. All right, go ahead, um, Gary. And all I remember is the hood buckled. I heard a big crash. 
And next thing I know is I'm facing into traffic. I'm looking at Hang the Hang on one second, guys. We're getting – you noticing on the on the screen, Jimmy, how we have, like, a glare real bad? What's that coming from? Maybe turn off the light and see what happens there. I'm just – we're getting a real bad glare in the video. Nope, it's still the same. I don't know. That's okay. Oh, I see what it is. Can you tilt the camera or turn it just a little bit? We're getting a nasty glare. Maybe adjust the camera over a little bit more. No, we just uh, – see, so yeah, somebody walked by it, and we were catching it. That Okay, we can't do anything about it because no. it's – Yeah, it's from the window. It's That's what it is. All right. Try to turn the light back on, Jimmy. Maybe we can make it – try to make it brighter. All right, I don't know. We can't get it. That's okay. All right, I'm sorry. I was just looking at that there. I'm like, oh, that looks bad. It, it is OCD what it is. is kicking in. Yeah, exactly, yes. All right. So, so I the hit, safety belts. Yeah, safety belts. They, they, I mean, they, they kept me into place. My helmet must have shifted because uh, the, the, the buckle on the helmet actually caught me right here. I had a, like a quarter-sized lump right there where the, where the buckle actually got me. Yeah. And I'm looking into turn two, and all the cars are coming. I'm like... Okay, what well, I have no idea what happened to this. So you guy. didn't know even what happened. No, because like I say, I'm here. Oh Mike, my! Mike, okay, Mike's, Mike's way over here, and the next thing I know, because the car's not starting, I can't see. The hood's all buckled, uh, and but you didn't, you didn't black out or anything. No, the next thing I know is there's a a, a, a car pulling up next to me, which is uh, Jeremy Watson, and I see his helmet, his, his visor flip up, his arms are waving, he's pointing. I didn't know what was going on, and uh, and then I got my hearing back. You, you lost your hearing. Oh, yeah. I lost my hearing for a split second. All I saw was was Jeremy Watson going like this in his car. Same here. Like a- after the initial hit, like my ears were just ringing really, really bad. Yeah. Really. And uh, is and then finally, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 good. It felt like I had broken ribs. I didn't because that's what it felt like from being jarred in the seat. And then the next thing I know, my window net comes down. And I see two more hands waving in my face. I had no idea what was going on. Now, now that that was the last night you drove that car, wasn't it? Yes. How bad was your car? Um. Well, look, other, there other, it is other, again. Other... Look, let's watch it right now. You're driving into him. Oh, I mean that's that's really bad. I was I was full throttle when I when I caught him, and my car yeah. stopped on a dime and did a 360. And really, and literally point, pointed me straight back into turn two. I mean, I st- where I hit him, that's where my car stopped. Justin Tyler's checking and saying, "Look, looks like a spotlight's on Mikey with the glare." <laughs> <laughs> now it's good. It looks good now. We're we're good now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, I, I was I was told it was Dave Langell came help me out of the car. Yep, Dave Lignell. Yep. And I couldn't get my helmet off. You know, or Dan, Dan Lignell. Da- that would Dan, be Dan. Dan yeah. Sorry. And I went with you. Oh my gosh! Yeah. David Lignell drives a sportsman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Dave. Yeah. Um, well, I went into the ambulance. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I wasn't quite sure because it, 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 it hits you, and you're sitting. This must have been bad. You're sitting in an ambulance, mm-hmm. and nobody's saying anything. Next thing I know, the the door opens up. And Mike comes in. They help him up. He sits down. And they're like, Mike. So you guys he, were sitting next to each other in yeah, the yeah, ambulance. We were, we were across was, from each yeah, other. Yeah, he was kind of across me. And, and they asked me, they go, Mike, are you okay? Said, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Is there anything we can get for you? Yeah, could you, could you go get my other shoe? Yeah. 
Wait, wait, wait. Where'd your shoe go, Mike? It was left in the yeah, car. Yeah, it, like it, I said, it literally, I managed to get my foot. You got foot. hit so hard your shoe fell off? No, okay, so my shoe got lodged under the clutch oh, okay. pedal in the, in the floor. Yeah. And it, I, I couldn't get the, you know, the shoe all out, so I managed to get it loose enough to get the shoe off my foot. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's one of those things where I'd no. rather have okay. two shoes well, instead of one. Now well, for the well, two days later, I, I wound up with a spot on my arm that turned into a bruise as wide as my hand. It went from here all the way up my arm like that. Oh my! <laughs> because I was still holding on to the steering wheel. I bent the steering wheel around the steering column. Well, my arm came down and actually the, the steering wheel, the whole thing the, went the whole, over. The whole, the whole thing went right over, and my arm must have hit my seat and actually yeah. bent my seat around my side like that. Okay. So when I when I went to get back in the car, I couldn't because the whole seat had been shifted. Oh wow! Okay. Now, um, my last question for you both. Did either one of you get injured in the crash? If so, what happened? We'll start with you, Gary. That was, that was about it. I had a, my arm was sore for a couple days, but otherwise I was walking, talking, back down to the shop next day, pulling the car apart. Really? Yep. You were fine the next day? Yep. My gosh. Little, little, little shaken up. I can't, I can't say I wasn't shaken up. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mikey, you said a little bit. Tell us more. All right, so. What happened with you? I ended up breaking some teeth. Uh, because of the five-point harness, I did get, like, what they would call whiplash. Instead of having it go, you know, diagonal, it was straight up and down. Um, after the hit, everything shifted, and a piece on my steering column kind of jabbed me in the kneecap. So I have two scars from that. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't able to walk for a couple of days, but other than that, surprisingly enough, thanks to my friends and my family, that next Saturday for the boat race, I was in another car. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, – who you want to say a special oh, yeah, thank you to that uh, guy? Yeah, Dave Parker. If it wasn't for him, I probably would have never finished the season where I did. What was it like driving that car versus what you – you know, your, the um, other car you drove? It was weird because, I mean, it, it wasn't weird. It was weird – for the mere fact that it wasn't my car. So I wasn't I was more afraid to push it to its limit mm -hmm. because I was afraid that I was going to break it instead of compared to it being my car and it's like okay, I know what this car is capable of doing. I can push it to its limits and I can if something breaks, I can fix it. You know, mm -hmm. cuz I know what would, you know, what's fixable, what's not, what I can fix, what I would have to try to scrounge up some money for to to get for parts wise would would either one of you ever race a figure eight again nope yes mikey says no nope. i say yes. gary says yes okay that's interesting i i prom i actually the reason i say no is because i, I promise because i the wreck normally my wife and my kids they sit down towards turn four mm -hmm. for some reason they decided to sit towards the start finish line so, so the wreck literally happened in front of my wife and my kids. So your wife and kids will never sit there again? Probably not. Okay. And I promised them, I promised my nine-year-old and my uh, five-year-old that daddy would never do the figure eight of her again. It's just something that I thought I was, I was able to do. I'm just, apparently I'm not cut from that cloth. Okay. So, I mean, it was fun. It was a good experience. It was a good time for the first, you know, for the couple times that I did do it. Yeah. But it's just, it's something not for me. Okay. All right. 
Um, in closing here, we're going to have a few extra things here and then give away our prize. We have a prize question. Both of you picked the same number. That was just interesting how you both did that. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so our Racing at Rockford show news, just want to give everybody a heads up again. We made this announcement um, on the last show. Now, we will not be having a show next week. We will be back on Sunday, May 2nd. So that's the next time we'll be back, and our guest that day will be Todd Snow, Ashley Matz, and the 2020 Miller Lite American Short Tracker champion and rookie of the year, Sean, ba- uh, Sean hang on, what am I? Breakout. Sean Bauer. Breakout, Breakout Sean Breakout, Bauer, Sean yeah. Bauer. Had, a, had a senior moment there. Okay, so, so that's what's going on here at Racing Rockford. Remember, no show next week. We've got practice. Next Saturday from noon to three. You gonna have your car out? Oh yeah. Yeah, are you guys gonna have a car out there next weekend? I'm gonna try to have my car out. We're we're still like I said, we still got a few odds and ends that we need to do. Um, if it is out, it probably will not be painted. If it is painted, it's probably gonna be primered. Okay. But same same uh, here. I just got to get some primer on it and then uh, practice it up a little bit. Okay. And then uh, let's go to our final sponsor break before we give our prize away. Remember, once again, Jane's Cafe located behind Cornelia Fireworks in Beloit, Wisconsin. Uh, you got to get over there. Yeah, oh, they, got, yeah. they got good oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to get over there. Uh, Jimmy A., uh, did, did both of you, either one of you ever meet Jimmy A.? I actually, uh, Jimmy A. was actually, uh, sh- shocking enough, one of my uh, brother's brother-in-law's football coaches in middle school. He, he was my football coach in and, high school. Uh, he actually, in 2019, we both worked it with each other at uh, at one point at Speedway Auto Mall, and he approached me, and he's like, I'd like to do your autograph card. So it was a real honor to have him do my autograph cards for my one Honda in uh, 2019. It was really cool. Okay. Never got a chance to meet the man. Sorry, never got a chance to meet the man. He, I, I heard he was just super nice guy, do anything for you. He worked at the track for 59 years. That's a long time. I'll tell you what, it's, it's definitely going to be different with him not there this year. Yeah. I, I see that. I seen it yesterday. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Already is, definitely. Really good. Uh, he was a really good guy to talk to, too. You know, I mean, like, mm-hmm. he'd ask you how your day was, and you'd be like, well, it's all right, but I can't complain because I don't think anybody would listen to me. He's like, oh, I would. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you know? Well, he... He got was, me started was, yeah. on this. He was a really cool guy. Uh, he was a really, it was really, exactly, very humbling. Yeah. He enjoyed what he did. He enjoyed the his, his family. He enjoyed the Rockford Speedway family. You know, he was, it was, it was a really honor to have him as one of our ambassadors. Because uh, I seen a video on YouTube uh, not that long ago, of it was like for the Night of Thrills, and it was part of. A package for like Rockford, Illinois itself, like what would bring you here. We we found that one day, and I have that saved. And it was really yes. cool to watch that. I think he was given a tour yeah, yeah. to a group of people yeah. that had never been to the track before. And and Jimmy always knew how to get them interested. Yes. So that was that was pretty cool. All right, uh, Magnus and Landscaping. Once again, if you need your yard taken care of, if you have any landscaping work you need to have done, give Russ a call, 815-315-7819 in Windsor Pizza Parlor, home of the best Italian beefs in northern Illinois. I vouch that. I, I, I wouldn't, I've never had it anywhere better anywhere else, honest to God. Um, well, now you can have them at the Speedway, too. That's right. 
yeah, we're starting this year here. Windsor Pizza will not only have the your choice of either cheese, sausage, or pepperoni pizza. You you also get your choice of either a regular Windsor Italian beef with au jus for eight bucks, or your Windsor Italian beef with cheddar cheese for nine bucks. Get the cheddar cheese. You're not going to walk away hungry. I even with the pizza, you're not going to walk away hungry. I, I, I can't even finish one of those things. I actually had to share my Italian beef yesterday with my son. <laughs> Their barbecue chicken pizza here is not that bad either. You, it's really good. I haven't tried that one. I need to get into it. It's really good. All right. So here's, oh, we got a few more things here. Uh, Justin Tyler checking in, says shout out to Mikey and all the Outcast Motorsports. The support they gave in 2020 was was awesome. I'll get a title I'll get a title for you guys. Give me a little bit. They are an amazing team. Kyle Adams checking in, saying Jimmy A was a great man. He was my mentor, and was the sole reason. Soul, and he was the sole reason I started doing video and photos at the Speedway. He taught me everything I needed to know to get things rolling. Been there doing it since 2016. Smiley face. Well, that's very nice of you to say that, Kyle. Um, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, so anyways. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. I have that effect on people. Yeah, that's okay. So here's what today's prizes are. To win a prize. Oh, yes. I remember now. I, I remember. I'm going to go back to Kyle Adams here and talk about him. Yesterday, I talked to Kyle's son. Uh, son talked to Kyle's dad, Guy Adams, and they have a new uh, 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 camera, a new camera that's that. Um, they actually the camera company came to them, which oh that's awesome. that's great, and they're going to be setting up cameras. I think what his dad said was in the turns, which these are you know like a video camera of of watching you guys go around. So you know maybe I'm I'm not I can't I can't say this is what's going to happen, but if things go good, maybe we'll have some kind of an instant replay system and play because i know that's what that's what slinger speedway does i mean i'm not saying it's happening because they haven't said anything about that but i would love to see that because i know slinger loves having that there they have that replay yeah yeah so that would be good uh keaton pausch says hey love mikey maherin let's see thank you buddy Uh, michelle says thanks justin that means a lot okay now for the question. Today's big prize, a Windsor Pizza Parlor hooded sweatshirt and... I really want that sticker. And a Racing Red Rockford sticker and a Pritzker Sucks sticker for your car. That, so, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the so one that's, that I want. <laughs> so that's that's what we're giving away today. Okay. So Kyle Adams chimed in. It's not going to be for instant replay. So that's, that's oh, no. not going to be happening. Well, I okay. guess that's a good thing. Uh, let's see. Here's what Kyle says. It records to memory card edited into our YouTube videos post race. So nice. that's what it's going to do. Um, you know, I know like what I really liked what they did was last year they set up their cameras on the track, and I mean to watch the view from the track when you're watching them go around on the track. I, I love that view. I think that that is instead of seeing it from the roof over and over again, seeing it on the track, watching you guys go. I mean, you saw that figure eight look. I yes. love yeah. how that looks like that. Right. Okay. All right, one more comment here. Justin Tyler, you guys all rock. I want a title for you. Yeah, you said that. But the Bam Bam 2 will be back. All right, so that's from Justin. Now to the question. So you're playing for a medium size Windsor 
pizza parlor sweatshirt. It's a medium-sized sweatshirt. The question is, can you let them the know first the person to comment, yeah, you both chose 18. <laughs> the, the first person to comment this answer wins the prize. You have to comment first, so get ready. Do we count? No, you don't. Darn. But I don't think either one of you will get this. That's just me. <laughs> Who wheeled car number 29 in the Sportsman in 1987? Oh, good Lord. Who wheeled Sportsman number 29? I know you know, Jeff. You, who wheeled number 29 in the Sportsman division in 1987? That was actually the year I was born. So, yeah, you probably won't know that. No, probably not. <laughs> Let's so, see what we're going to say. Darn. Who knows it? Who wheeled sportsman car number 29 in 1987? The answer is out. It's already out. <laughs> Dana Lapeer guessed it correctly. Any of you in here know the answer? Yell it if you know it. Bruce Tucker, Bruce Tucker is the answer. He was actually my <laughs> He was my favorite uh, sportsman driver too. He could. He was really good. Um, he raced against John, uh, Ron Smicky, Al Murfeld, Al Shepard. Um, that, yeah, that's right. Uh, Al Al Murfeld still has his car, but yeah, Bruce Tucker. Uh, you know, he. I think he was pit crewing for BJ Smarkman for a while, if I remember right. And he still comes to the speedway on occasion. But yeah, he used to run Roadrunners and Sportsman. So, Dana Lapeer, you'll have to stop down to Windsor Pizza to get your Racing at Rockford sticker, Pritzker Sucks sticker, and medium-sized Windsor Pizza Parlor sweatshirt. It's for you. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here at Windsor Pizza tonight and coming by and see the cars. They have great food. It's been a great time. Thank you all for sticking around for our show. Um, we will be back in two weeks. But don't stop coming to Windsor. You still want to come back. When, rem- What's that? Yeah, that's right. Tucker Pools. That's right. It's sponsored for him. So that's all I got. Anything else you want to add, guys, before we cut this out? Hope to see everyone at the track this year. All right. Gary? If you want to come and uh, race on a Saturday night, don't be afraid to build a car. There you go. Follow follow the rules and get out there. The first, right. step, is, the first step is actually getting a car. And, yes. I mean, yeah. after that, everything just comes comes with it. Definitely. All right. From us here at Windsor uh, Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway and racing at Rockford, we're saying so long. Bye-bye. And the word from the pits is...